Happy Not Really Pie Day! November 10th is the 314th day of the year, which is an association that many have not yet made. There have been 241 days since the most recent March 14th, which many associate with a mathematical constant, and there are 124 days until the next March 14th. What does it all mean? Are these correlations, causations, or just random bits of trivia? And who gets to decide? None of this is relevant to the calculus of Charlottesville community engagement, but all of it is at least worth puzzling out. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. On today's show, Charlottesville Planning Commission recommends rezoning for 170 units in Fry's Spring neighborhood, conditioned on an agreement between the city and Southern Development to build a sidewalk. Brian Wheeler is leaving as Charlottesville's communications director. Charlottesville fire marshals determine a deadly house fire in July was accidental and highlights from November's meeting of the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission. In today's first Patreon-fueled shout-out, Code for Charlottesville is seeking volunteers with tech, data, design, and research skills to work on community service projects. Founded in September of 2019, Code for Charlottesville has worked on projects with the Legal Aid Justice Center, the Charlottesville Fire Department, and the Charlottesville Office of Human Rights. Visit codeforseville.org to learn about those projects. The city of Charlottesville now has another high-level vacancy. Several media outlets are reporting that Brian Wheeler will leave his position as communications director later this month on November 19th. Wheeler said the city has no further comment on his departure. There is currently no city manager, but Deputy City Managers Ashley Marshall and Sam Sanders are still working, and Interim City Manager Mark Woolley takes over on December 1st. In recent months, both the city's parks director and public works director have left. The assistant economic development director is also leaving the city to take a job in the private sector. Charlottesville is not alone in municipal job turnover. The deputy clerk of Virginia Beach has resigned, citing toxic energy within that city government. That's according to a report on WVEC. Consumer prices in the United States rose 0.9% in October. That brings the increase over the past year to 6.2%. That's the largest yearly increase since November of 1990. Here's a bit from the release. The monthly all-items seasonally adjusted increase was broad-based, with increases in the indexes for energy, shelter, food, used cars and trucks, and new vehicles among the larger contributors. The cost of energy rose 4.8% in October, with gasoline increasing 6.1%. Energy costs are up 30% over the past 12 months, and food costs are up 5.3%. Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin has launched a website with information related to his transition to become the 74th Chief Executive of Virginia. If you're interested in a position in the next government, that is where you would go to apply. The website is also where to go for information about the January 15th inauguration. The Charlottesville Fire Department has found that a fire this summer in July at a home in the 1000 block of Cherry Avenue was accidental. The fire on July 21st killed two people and critically injured a third. 
Fire marshals found that flames started in an unoccupied bedroom and the presence of home oxygen cylinders contributed to the fire's intensity. Here's a bit of advice from the press release. Every family should have a home escape plan with a specific meeting place outside. Practicing your family's plan will ensure that everyone evacuates your home and reunites at the designated meeting place during a fire emergency. The two fatalities are the first in Charlottesville since a fire in the summer of 2010. The Thomas Jefferson Planning District will mark its 50th anniversary next year. The public entity's creation came out of reform in Virginia in the 60s. David Blunt is the deputy director of the TJPDC, and he explained the passage of the Regional Cooperation Act in 1968. PDC is the framework for them. It's laid out in the state code, uh, is encouraging and facilitating not only that local government cooperation, uh, but also providing that link between the state and localities uh, for addressing uh, issues on a regional basis. TJPDC formed later than other similar bodies in Virginia. The body's commissioners last met on November 4th. Executive Director Christine Jacobs said the agency has been awarded $2 million in funding from the Virginia Housing Development Authority to distribute to groups who can build affordable housing units. And we cast a very wide net to make sure that we were reaching out to potential public, nonprofit, private developers to submit proofs of concepts so that we can see what types of projects um, are eligible under this type of funding. Applications are due on November 29th, and the application can be found on the TJPDC website. The TJPDC continues to oversee the creation of a regional transit vision, with a meeting scheduled for November 18th. We want to make sure we get as much of the public's voice in that regional transit vision plan as possible. To add your voice, there are two surveys you can fill out before participating in that November 18th meeting. TJPDC meetings offer the opportunity for members to share what is happening in their localities. Yesterday, I reported on Albemarle's $13.2 million unaudited surplus from fiscal year 2021. Except, Albemarle doesn't call it that. Here's Supervisor Donna Price. We don't really see it as a surplus. We do see it as a positive variance, and that's really a difference there, because as uh, the Supervisor Galloway was saying, when that pandemic first hit, we cut back on our expenses substantially. The chair of the TJPDC Board of Commissioners is Jesse Rutherford, who was recently re-elected to another term on the Nelson County Board of Supervisors. Rutherford appreciated Price's distinction. You taught me something that I'm going to bring with me to my tax accountant. <laughs> Positive variance. I'm already taxing my accountant, and we're getting rid of the word net income. City Planning Commissioner Rory Stolzenberg noted that the seven-member advisory body recommended approval of the city's comprehensive plan update on October 12th. He also provided an update on the redevelopment of public housing. Uh, the very first buildings, uh, the phase one of South First Street built in the empty ball fields. Uh, the first two uh, buildings are just about complete structurally. Uh, they have roofs uh, and walls are topped out, so they just seem to be finished. Um, and that means uh, that Building 3 uh, can start. The CRHA board has a work session tomorrow on the annual plan for the CRHA. 2021 began with Chip Boyles as the executive director of the TJPDC, a position he left in February to become city manager. Boyles resigned on October 12th, citing professional and personal abuse in the wake of the firing of police chief Rochelle Brackney. City Councilor Michael Payne reported the news. Um, 
you know, won't sugarcoat it. Um, it's probably the biggest challenge we face. Um, just the, the turnover there. Um, you know, we're in a maybe unique situation of this internal stuff is has a major impact on our ability to execute a lot of the things we want to begin with comp plan, housing, climate action planning, um, makes it difficult for our ability to do long range planning as well. Rutherford offered the services of the planning district. Uh, of course, if there's anything that we can do as an, as an organization to assist in whatever way, we're here for you. Because as you said, <clears throat> what happens to Charlottesville does have a regional effect. We'll have more from the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Committee next week when there is a regional housing discussion. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement, and it's time for the second Patreon-fueled shout-out. The Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Campaign is an initiative that wants you to grow native plants in yards, farms, public spaces, and gardens in the Northern Piedmont. The leaves have started to fall as autumn has set in, and this is a good time to begin planning for the spring. Native plants provide habitat, food sources for wildlife, ecosystem resiliency in the face of climate change, and clean water. Start at the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Facebook page and tell them that Lonnie Murray sent you. One more segment today, and something that happened in Charlottesville last night. A rezoning of about a dozen wooded acres in Charlottesville's Fry's Spring neighborhood moved one step closer to approval last night. The seven-member planning commission recommended approval of a project that goes by the name 240 Stribling that would see 170 units. On September 14th, the developer asked for a deferral of a decision following a public hearing. City planner Matt Alfley has this recap. During the planning, during the public hearing, planning commission heard from 16 members of the public. Both speakers raised concern about the safety of Stribling Avenue and how additional dwelling units on the subject property would be detrimental to public safety. At that meeting, Southern Development's vice president and the city's economic development director discussed the details of an agreement in which Southern Development had agreed to pay up to $2 million for sidewalk improvements. City engineer Jack Dawson said that figure was too low to cover the cost, and in October, he told council his estimate would top out around $2.85 million. That was not, a again, as I stated to council, it's not a complete estimate. It's just an improved upon estimate, but um, it, it is likely to be higher than that would be my guess. The city's capital improvement plan budget is at capacity, with expectations of spending millions of dollars a year on affordable housing projects, as well as tens of millions over the next five years for reconfiguration of the city's elementary and middle schools. Southern Development has agreed to increase their upfront funding to $2.9 million. Charlie Armstrong is vice president at Southern Development. Though we feel that this work can be completed uh, for significantly less, uh, hence our previous amount proposed. Um, we do think it's important enough that we want to make sure that our amount jives with city engineering estimate. We want to get those sidewalks built. Um, we want to provide the funding so that it could be put into the CIP. Armstrong said Southern Development is ready to move on the sidewalk project, and his team has worked on a survey of the corridor. So has the city engineer. There's some differences, but um, I 
think we have a pretty good idea of a, of a basic what would need to happen. There's a lot of details in the detail engineering that would come later. Southern development will be paid back by getting the incremental difference between the current value of the land and what it will be like after the units are built. Our development uh, obviously significantly increases the value of the real estate at 240 Stribling. So the taxes go up. Um, and we're not just talking about they go up a little bit. They go up a lot. In 20 years, this produces conservatively $8.5 million of new tax revenue after paying for the sidewalks. Armstrong said 25 units would be designated as affordable with rents or sale prices held below market for households with incomes below 60% of the area median income. Next up will be a vote by the city council. The planning commission will have a work session on the next capital improvement program budget on November 23rd. And that's it for this installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement for November 10th. And I would like to take this opportunity to wish my son, my son Henry, a happy 18th birthday. He's over in England, so let me do it this way. Hello, Henry. Hope you're having a good time. All right. Happy birthday, Henry. I'm Sean Tubbs, the host of this program. No pitches or anything. You've heard it all before. But I'll be back in the near future with another installment. Will it be November 11th? Will it be November 12th? Or will I wait until next March 14th? Go eat some pie. Do it for my son, Henry. Henry.